Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. And today we've got Chris in the program with us. He's a realtor. He's a leader. Thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Umar. So how long have you been in real estate? Uh, actually, I'm going on my 10th year uh, this year. Um, and uh, yeah, I started back in 2013. So yeah. Brilliant, which is uh, kind of nice when you can go through a couple of cycles of, you know, feast and famine. So you know that you're not going to die. Yeah. And uh, you're going to have, have the ability to uh, just thrive through this because this is where you really learn the art and craft of real estate and more so about yourself, right? Uh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I I was kind of in and out, like looking from the outside, looking in in real estate, you know, when the market crashed in 2008, 2009 there. But we've definitely had some cycles, you know, go up and down. Uh, specifically, I remember 2017, where it just kind of crashed 40% overnight, right? So, and then now we're in sort of unpre- unprecedented times right now as well. So it's, it's interesting. So, so take me back to the, you know, the first kind of like uh, down market. Uh, who was your mentor then? Who was the person saying, hey, Chris, stay the course, it's going to be okay. Was there somebody like that uh, uh, in your life back then? Uh, actually, there was, yeah. So I was uh, blessed enough to have a coach, um, and I used to coach with Kathleen Black um, and her team uh, for team coaches because I used to have a team of uh, eight agents plus three admins as well before I nice. kind of went on my own. Um, and I only did that because I started opening an office, um, and it was just too much to balance, you know, the team plus the office plus everyone else type of thing. So. Brilliant. And so what was one piece of advice that she gave you that you still use um, today? Honestly, it was just kind of keep your head down and do the work. You know, honestly, it's just getting back to basics and, and times like these is, is huge, right? So I think a lot of people forget to do that. And and I think that's a huge fundamental of your business, you know, and, and even myself right, right, right now, like I'm still doing my little pop by gifts that I do. I'm still connecting with people every day, you know, like I have, I'm fortunate enough, I have a lot of listings, but there's still work to be done every day, right? So. Yeah. One of the things you could do is combine two things. Right now, cannabis is legal in Ontario. Instead of pop yeah. by gifts, you could do pot by gifts. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know what? I haven't tried that yet. I've done uh, I've done adult beverages, but I haven't done any uh, cannabis yet. Yeah, probably that's a might be a bridge too far. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my this was the third time again. Uh, what, I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Chris, do you have a team right now? 
I do not, no. So my wife and I, um, along with our business partners, uh, the Baileys, Katia and Steve Bailey, uh, we're managing partners of the uh, agency Bramford location. Um, and hopefully nice. many more locations after that. But for now, it's just that location. And uh, we're uh, glad to be a part of it. And we're kind of leading the charge in Ontario. So, yeah. So Brilliant. Because what's kind of interesting is this, is that there's like team leaders. And then there's like brokers. And in some yeah. ways, it's a similar kind of job. And in other ways, it's different. So how's the job similar? Because you're like inspiring agents to be more productive and successful. So where are those two jobs similar and where is their uh, difference? Uh, so that's a good question. So when I, okay, so when I was managing my team, right, um, everything was kind of in-house and team focused and making sure that everyone is fed, right? And I yeah. think that's the most important fundamental of a team is, you know, good teams keep running because everyone is fed, everyone's contributing, everyone's taking a part, everyone's, you know, uh, there all the time. Um, with the brokerage, you know, running the office, it's a little different, right? So I'm still offering a coaching advice, you know, um, helping out other agents, you know, whether they're hosting open houses for me or whether they're bouncing questions off. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily feel the pressure of making sure that everyone is fed daily. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's the biggest, biggest thing. Nice. And uh, of course, it's like, you know, uh, good brokers bad brokers and highly effective brokers. Yeah. So what do you think uh, is the makeup of a highly effective broker that uh, helps the agents that they shepherd become more successful? Well, I think it's good. It starts with good leadership, right? Um, you know, I think that the managing partners of our offices aren't afraid to open up their own book of business and help out those agents you know, whether it's their secrets or their tips and tricks or whatever that is, I think it's important. I think a big mantra, you know, in my business anyways, my personal business is there's a lot of fish in the sea, you know, and spread the wealth, right? I mean, there's no such thing, in my opinion, as this hidden secret, you know, per se of selling. I think real estate in itself is a huge relationship business, right? right. And as long as you can build those relationships, you're going to be successful, Absolutely. I think there's, uh, there's very much, there's like a group of people that is like, uh, what I do is secret. No one will know. And there's uh, a limited amount of opportunity. And the reality is, no, there is a sea of opportunity out there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I always say when one door closes, another one opens, right? And that's just, uh, if you get rejected three times, you know, four times, as long as, you know, you, you have a really good meeting and you get that one person, that's all that matters. So I was uh, at a team meeting, I was coaching this team and one of the team members uh, was one of the most successful people and he reported, you know, hey, I just closed that account. We're uh, listing this guy's property and the owner, uh, team leader owner goes, wow, how many times did you have to reach out to this guy? And he said, uh, 21 times. Yeah, I believe it. And it was the 21st time he actually needed to talk to me at that time and my text hit him at the right moment. He said, oh, thank God you reached out. I need this. Had he not done that, the guy would have forgotten he existed and would have gone to like uh, uh, go to uh, Chris and say, hey, Chris, can you sell my house? And the guy that was nurturing the relationship would have gone, what the hell? I've been, it's your fault if you don't stay in touch. And the, the message really was the guy did not feel like uh, I was bothering him 
21 times because he basically forgot about the 20 times. Yeah. The 21st. So be bold and also be of service. Absolutely. And there's all different points of contact that you can do as well, right? It doesn't have to be a phone call for 21 times, right? Like, you know, you're adding them to your database and there's, you know, maybe some email marketing, there's some text messages, there's some phone calls, there's a little of everything, right? So. Yeah. And as long as you touch each time, you're adding some value to that person. So it's not like, hey, Chris, uh, why don't you get me to sell your house? Hey, Chris, why don't you get me to sell your house? It's like, let's get tired after a while. It's like, hey, Chris, right now, there's this program to increase the installation of your house that the government's paying for. Thought you might want to know. Or I found this yeah. kick-ass plumber who is like uh, freaking amazing. Uh, so yeah, add value. Absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes for me personally, like I don't even talk real estate. I actually, you know, discuss how's the family, you know, maybe, maybe I'm checking in to wish a happy birthday or a happy anniversary. Right. And I think being personable with that relationship is a, is a big part of it too. Yeah. So this particular, uh, uh, broker that I'll be doing, uh, a workshop for next week, uh, he has a thousand agents Wow. And he calls everybody on their birthday. So sometimes it's like multiple phone call, birthday phone calls, which he loves. And what was kind of interesting was a team that was part of his organization left. And about a year later, they came back. And the day they came back, one of the people had a birthday that day. And no they were wondering with their husband, is Conrad going to call me today? Like, is he really serious about this? And sure enough, she got a phone call that day saying, happy birthday. How's it yes. going? It's a, it's huge, right, in the business because they're, they're thought of, right? And it's that impression. So everyone wants to feel like they matter, right? And it's it's really important, whether it's a client or, or even a, another agent that works for you, right? Brilliant. And uh, what's kind of interesting with technology is uh, we're doing this interview that's going to be uh, high def. And then we're also doing this simulcast on Instagram. And one of my uh, henchmen is uh, reporting back, your video's blurry on Instagram. <laughs> it's like, don't we live in magical oh. times that we can do this multitasking thing? Uh, yeah. Am I really. blurry on your screen as well? Um, Not a little bit here and there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It might just be the bandwidth today is down a little bit. Yeah, but crazy. we're gonna go right to the back to the interview. We're gonna stop the Instagram thing here, but before we stop this, uh, Chris, do me a favor. Uh, look at the uh, camera on your phone. Yep. And give me a big smile. <laughs> All right, brilliant, uh, excellent. Uh, so, what is the one thing that uh, we need to uh, help people? really do better in this market because a lot of people are panicking right now how can we help them to stop panicking uh do you mean like the uh, actual mean, clients agents. or just agents Both. let's talk about agents let's talk about agents how do we stop them from panicking and focus on the basics and then we'll talk about uh uh homeowners and buyers how to stop them from panicking so i mean in my opinion i mean an agent that's just starting, or maybe they started during those COVID times, you know, where it, it, things were selling no problem. 
uh, like I said before, it's getting back to basics, right? Doing those things that are those little things that are going to add up, add people to your database, right? Make those connections, make those relationships, keep hustling. I mean, the hustle is real, right? I, you know, if an agent's offering open houses to do, you know, make sure you do the open house correctly, you know, make sure you, you don't look like a slob when you're, you're attending, right? Like you're on display yeah. all the time and be prepared, right? Be pre- like, Preparation is huge. You know, I drive around with little kits in my car, business cards. You know, I, I wear my swag all the time, you know, nice. and, and people know who I am at this point. Right. And I think that's a huge thing um, for clients. I mean, the biggest thing is not to panic. I mean, right now in the news, there's a lot of fear mongering going on. You know, uh, you know, we've seen these rates before. This isn't this isn't a new thing. Right. And whether you're on a variable these or are normal fixed, rates, they, these they are normal rates. They are. It, yeah, we're not talking like these are 20 percent interest rates. You know, we're talking five, six percent. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still relatively low. Right. And in my opinion, like, you know, in our area, we were up 41 percent, you know, during the, the covid spike there. And yeah, all that's pretty much gone, whatnot. I think we've reversed back to the 2019, 2020, you know, pricing. But at the end of the day, it was unsustainable. You know, your your pricing at that level is unsustainable. And Jane Doe bought their house 10 years ago, you know, for $150,000. And it's still worth $750 to this day. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to realize like you're you're making another 600,000 bucks, right? So yeah, that, that's my thing. So kind of, uh, do you remember this old TV show called Magnum PI with Tom Selleck? I do. Yeah. There was this one scene that uh, may have only happened once, but it may have happened a couple of times where Higgins, the guy that ran the estate changed the locks on his uh, guest house. And so he parks oh, his yeah. car, he runs to the front door and he's picking the locks as Zeus and Apollo, the two Dovermans, are charging after him to attack him for breaking in. And all he's doing is picking the lock saying, don't look at the dogs, don't look at the dogs, don't look at the dogs, because he's focused on the task at hand. And it kind of reminds me of what, what's happening right now is if you're an agent and you go back to the basics and you start doing the basics, number one, that's what you need to focus on. But number yeah. two, the act of doing takes the stress away. It's the act of looking around, what the hell's going on? You're going to look at the freaking dogs and get freaked out and panic and be bitten by the dogs. But if you focus on the job at hand, it distracts you. Two, you get shit done. And three, this is how you thrive. And four, when you come out of this thing uh, intact, it's going to be like, it doesn't matter what the freaking market does. I am woman, hear me roar. Absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Brilliant. So now let's go to homeowners uh, that are freaking out a little bit. Uh, what advice do you have for them? Yeah. So, I mean, again, uh, I think it's looking at your equity as a whole. You know, uh, unfortunately, you know, if you bought last year, or the year before, you know, maybe not, now is not the right time to sell. Right. <laughs> maybe yeah. you need to look at some different avenues. Um, but I mean, for the regular person who bought five, 10, 15 years ago or had the house you know, in their household for many years, I mean, you still have a lot of equity in there, right? Like our prices are still up and, holding, yeah. you know, and they are, they're, they're holding. Like we haven't hit this, you know, big housing correction yet. 
you know, and, and will it happen? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, the 41% in our market that was unsustainable has gone away. But then when you sold for a million bucks and you're buying for 1.2 when the house is really worth only a million bucks because you're in a bidding war, it doesn't really make any sense. Like you're, you're you know, it's a kind of balance mm-hmm. that way, right? So, and that was a challenge. Like to, to honestly, for me, like I hold a lot of listings, but buyers were very frustrated during those times trying to offer on houses, you know, and they keep losing and losing and losing. And I remember, you know, so I'm an agent that I don't really like to underprice my properties for strategy. You know, I like to put them at market value and we're still getting 10 to 15 to 20 offers on these properties. And, you know, Karen and John and all these other buyers come out of the woodwork. They're very upset. You know, it gets demotivating, gets frustrating. Right. And yeah. So I would say, you know, to the regular person, it's still a good time to move right? Go on with your life. Don't worry about the little dips of the market. It's going to be short term anyways, and and go from there. Absolutely. And I was, I talked to a lot of realtors uh, in the marketplace, North America, especially in Canada. I'm hearing from some of them that there's more immigrants coming into Canada and they're coming into the, you know, the major centers. So the pricing, uh, according to them, is not going to go down. It's going to go up because it's just supply and demand dictates. Absolutely. So don't panic. And, 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 the, and the crazy thing is, like, it wasn't even six months ago, there was articles coming out that Ontario itself was short, like, 1.5 million homes. You know, we didn't yeah. magically just build those homes overnight, <laughs> you know, and, and it, that's the biggest thing is we're short all these homes. We're getting all these immigrants coming in like it's it, it's it's bound to be OK. Right. So. And what's kind of interesting with immigrants is uh, I really believe that they bring strength into it because there's like usually a hunger of coming here. There's I'm sure there's like a, a small percentage, like 1% or less, that's like, oh, I want to get the benefits in Canada. Most people are yeah. like, move out of the way, dumbass Canadians. Let us like thrive here. We want to work hard. And 100%. so uh, that's like pretty amazing. And Absolutely. by the way, if you want to see like a gorgeous kid, uh, find a kid that's got a a Japanese parent and an African parent. Those oh, yeah. kids are like gorgeous. So there's like something to be said for like uh, different uh, people coming together and making beautiful babies. Absolutely. Yeah. So as we kind of uh, look at, you know, we got Thanksgiving uh, uh, weekend happening here in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so what are you thankful for? Uh, you know what? I'm thankful for kind of where I am, you know, my career, my family, you know, it's, it's, I wouldn't be where I am today with the people who are around me, honestly. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful obviously for all my clients <laughs> who have used me. Um, but, but honestly it, it starts right at home, you know, like I, I'm, I have five kids, you know, I'm a big blended family. You know, my, my wife is also a managing partner of the agency as well. So we're always nice. busy you know, and, and we have a really good relationship with everyone at work. And I think that's a, it's a huge focus, right? So not only do I have family at home, but I have family at work as well. So I like to think of it as a big family. Yeah. Ah, brilliant. I love that. So before we part company today, Chris, uh, what's one thing that brings you joy and happiness in your career? You know what? Uh, over the past 10 years, I still get excited that I've had the thrill for the deal to get accepted. I really do. 
And, nice. you know, I've, even last year, you know, I was surprising some, some clients where I'd go over to their house and, and to take a live video when I would tell them the news, you know, and some of them were either relocating or, you know, uh, moving out of the country or whatnot. And just that thrill, I think is, it just keeps me going. You know, it's, it's, when I started real estate, you know, it was a job and a career that I knew that every day wasn't going to be the same. And, you know, 10 years go by and it really hasn't changed. Like every day is different. Every day there's a new problem or a new exciting thing to do or, you know, a new person to connect with. And, and that's what keeps me thriving. So. Brilliant. What's one mind hack that you'd like to share that uh, people could use to be more effective, sleep better, be sexier? Like what's that one piece of advice they could implement today? Uh, honestly, I think it's starting with a routine, right? Like routine mm -hmm. is huge. And if you don't start the day well, right, the rest of your day is just kind of kind of unfold, right? So um, for me, like, you know, I, I personally am trying to get better at uh, disconnecting from the social media and, and the phone right yes. in the morning, you know, trying to have my morning coffee, trying to do my routine, you know, for myself before I actually get started in the business. Right. And, you know, running a busy household, right. I got kids to drive to school. I got kids to go to daycare. I got dogs to feed. And I think it's really important that, you know, you have to have that routine, uh, in place because otherwise you're just, you're scatterbrained. You're going to start forgetting everything. Right. So absolutely. And I think the thing I like about that is also gives you a grounding, like a touchstone every day that, you know, yeah. Hey, all right. The world is normal. And now like the, the world can go topsy turvy, but I've got that one spot in the day where I've got routine and foundation and you're doing it with love, right? It's very much uh, looking after your kids and your dogs and uh, all that stuff. So brilliant. Chris, is there a question I should have asked you that I did not? Um, no, no, I think it was, I'm happy to be here and, you know, I think it was really good conversation, really productive. So, so thanks so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks, Imar. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results.